Hello, and welcome to the Meltdown City Podcast with your hosts, Nicole Johnson and Allie Sundet. Our podcast is about reckoning with our restlessness and figuring out where we want to go next. We hope to laugh, inspire, connect. Thanks for listening. Hey, Allie. Hey, Nicole. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Great. Oh my gosh. Guess what? We have Melissa Bits, aka the Traveling Bits. She's on the line with us. She's a travel blogger who blogs about solo travel while being a working professional. She recently just quit her job like two weeks ago and moved out of her apartment to travel the world for six months. So we're talking to her right now from Welcome, Melissa. Thanks, guys. Really excited to be here. Yeah. How are you doing? What's up? Ah, oh, great. <laughs> it's, uh, it's been an awesome, like, almost two weeks so far. Um, yeah, I, I love it. That's so cool. We were just talking to Melissa um, before we started recording about how we want to re-interview her in six months and see how she's feeling so that she and the rest of us will be able to compare her experience from the beginning of her trip to the end. And why is that? Do you want to share with the, the world? Oh, sure. <laughs> um, so I guess one of the things that I, I always like to do is kind of create a little time capsule of where I'm at now and what goals I have in the future. So I'll write like, oh, here's here's the things that I want to be at by the end of you know this time. So I think it'd be great to do that for this trip because, you know, everyone who takes like a long trip around the world ends up changing and I'm really excited to see where the heck I'll be at that point. Yeah, that's so awesome. Okay, so can you tell us a little bit about how you decided to make this massive change to travel solo for months on end? Yeah, Um, So there was a bit of development for that. So I started traveling solo in my late 20s. So uh, I'm 33 now. Um, But I realized that I love travel and that I wanted to do it as often as I could. But none of my friends could do the same thing. So that's when I decided to go by myself. And then a few years later, I got a new job and the pay increase was very substantial. Um, but the vacation time was really bad. So I lost a lot of my vacation time and I was really upset Mm. because I obviously wanted to travel more, not less. Um, Mm. and that, at that point I decided, okay, I have to, I have to do something like big. Like I, I don't want to see like one country, you know, new country a year. And I figured out that if I just save my money and I live uh, you know, the way I was before I got the big pay increase that I could probably, you know, leave in a year and just go for six months. And that's what happened. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. That's, yeah. That is amazing. That's really smart. Uh, people can probably take a lesson from you on that. <laughs> so were and slash, are you nervous? Like, you know, it's been two weeks since you've been on the road now. Um, you know, you won't know now if it's unfounded quite yet, but, um, does this so far, does it measure up to what you thought it would be? And you talk a little bit about that experience of actually getting out on the road Yeah, and your nerves. <laughs> yeah. My nerves are, have always been, been a really big part of my life. Like I am a very anxious person by nature and I really like to have control and know exactly what's going to happen. So this was kind of a, also a, uh, a way for me to kind of 
face my fears and like let go of having control because so much can go wrong. Yeah. So I've really had been grappling with trying to let go of that. And I think things really started to sink in like a a week before I was leaving. And I just wanted to see my uh, friends and family like as much as possible and I, every time I lay down in my bed, I would savor it because it's like my biggest comfort. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be hard not sleeping there for like six months. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, but you know, now that I've started it, I haven't had any like, oh, you know, I miss whatever. And maybe it's because it's only been about two weeks. Um, but mm-hmm. I have met so many great people at the hostels I've stayed at and have just loved where I've been and what I'm doing and I feel like I can be myself and I have total freedom. So that's really helped me, um, you know, get let letting myself let go of not having control, but also giving myself the opportunity to do whatever I want, I guess. So. That's amazing. <laughs> I just love the sounds from the streets. Oh my gosh. From Ecuador. <laughs> cool. Yeah. in baños (laughs) so in baños that's right yeah yeah how did your family and friends receive this news that you were going to be traveling for six months right um so I originally didn't tell them for a very long time because I was really nervous that there would be naysayers and they would think it was a dumb idea or they would just say like you know that's not safe you shouldn't do it and I really didn't want to hear anything negative because I'm I would probably listen to it. So um, I Mm kind of waited until it was just a few months away. And Mm -hmm. um, surprisingly, well, surprisingly to me, everyone was so supportive. And, you know, they were really happy for me. And a lot of people said, I could never do that. And you were really brave. But not not one person said, oh, like, that makes me really worried. And I want you to reconsider. So it's been uh, such a blessing that everyone was on board and what have they've been supporting me. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The lucky. Yeah. To have that encouragement so where, is awesome. Yeah. So where are you traveling to on this journey, this trip? Yeah. Um, so I decided I was going to see a few countries in South America, Europe and Southeast Asia and I'm really planning this trip out kind of like as I go, because I, again, with the freedom thing, I want to be able to say, oh, I'm going to stay here longer because I like it. Or, oh, I'm going to leave the city sooner because it's not mm-hmm. my favorite. Um, so I think so far in South America, uh, I'm going to Peru next. And then mm-hmm. um, I'm going to spend a lot of time in Bolivia and try to learn Spanish. I'm going to take a, a language uh, what do you call it? Language school? Go to a language oh, school? Oh, like intensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and then, I don't know, I might have time to see some of Argentina before I go to uh, Europe. And um, I have a friend in Germany, so I know I'll be, be there, but uh, I don't really know where else I'm going to go. But um, yeah, I'll figure it out. Uh, and then I have to hop back to the U.S. because I'm going to go to Boston for TravelCon. And then, uh, yeah, That's right. Yeah. So that'll be fun. I might see you there. Cool. We'll I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Allie wants her um, lobster roll, but I think that's Maine. That I, is Maine. I keep thinking that. Yeah, that is Maine. Damn it! They might they have them in Boston sell, too. Oh, yeah, right? they do. They have them okay. in Massachusetts too. Yeah. Okay. I have. Oh, they do. Oh, cool. 
I've never been. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. That's fun. I'm glad that you built in that flexibility for yourself. That's really cool. Yeah. So how has the trip been so far? Um, we do a little segment on our show called Meltdown Moments. Have you had any like nail-biting experiences or like major um, cry fests at all? That you'd be willing uh, to share with us, <laughs> <laughs> or or ridiculous stuff okay. where you're like, really, yeah. really, suitcase or the <laughs> l- luggage, you're really gonna, just gonna whatever, right? Yeah, um, yeah, I have had so many <laughs> mini meltdown moments, but in particular, <laughs> I actually had like a bigger one this morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this is <gasps> fresh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so this morning. I woke up actually all last night I was in a lot of like pain so mostly oh. like stomach pain and I felt mm-hmm. just really like dizzy and um just like kind of like nauseous and I was like oh no like I have something so um I got up in the morning and I was I talked to one of the people at the hostel and was asking them what you know can I go to a pharmacy and get something for my symptoms and uh we actually have a hospital that's right across from the hostel I'm staying at. And he said, oh. just go to the hospital. It's free. The doctors will take care of you. It'll be great. <laughs> and so I was like, okay. <laughs> and uh, one of the guys, I told him like, oh, hey, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to step out and go to the hospital because I'm not feeling well. And he knew that I don't speak Spanish. So he's like, do you want mm-hmm. me to come? And I said, no, I'll be fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, it is. It's tough. So I got there. I had my phone with my uh, Google Translate. And basically, I just had to, like, try to get through, uh, what do you call it, when you triage, right? Like, a, oh, like, yeah, triage. Yeah, yeah. they're asking mm-hmm. me all these questions. And I had her, like, keep writing them all down on the phone. And sometimes <laughs> they wouldn't translate correctly. And it was so <laughs> frustrating. I thought they were going to kick me out, you know? <laughs> like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> Of course, everyone was really nice, though. And then I finally got to the doctor, and, um, you know, we we did Google Translate mostly. And then he told me, oh, okay, so we're going to give you uh, an an IV drip with medication. And I said, oh, okay. I've never had an IV drip before, but, you know, I'll trust it. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, I didn't know what they were giving me. (laughs) So they take me... (laughs) kind of scary so they take me behind this like you know curtain and they set me up and the lady's talking to me in Spanish and then you know she walks away and I'm like all right I guess this is it and they like turn off the light and no one comes by for a while and I'm like I wonder how long this is going to take it won't take very long but then I realize like the bag is not draining like you know it takes forever well no I think it was but it was so slow Uh Um, so I was there for like a half hour and I'm like it looks like it's not doing anything Uh but um Mm -hmm. I I didn't have my phone with me because they had like moved my purse away so Mm -hmm. I'm like I Uh can't even like look up how to say like help or ask a question if I need to and I actually started Uh building up like a full-on panic attack and Uh-oh. I just wanted to rip the the the, eye, the thing out of my arm and like mm-hmm. run out and say, "Forget this! I don't even know what you guys are giving me." Yeah, um, yeah. But it was hor- it was actually kind of horrifying for like two minutes. 
Yeah. And then I was able to calm myself down and I just like took it out. <laughs> so I was there for like two hours and then they finally unhooked me and gave me some antibiotics and then put me on my way. And I've been recovering all day, but um, yeah, it worked out, wow. but it was kind of scary. <laughs> How are you feeling now? Did any of that hydration and antibiotics work at all? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I don't, yeah, the, I don't feel dehydrated anymore and the antibiotics are helping a little bit. I'm able to eat some, but I'm still like a, a bit sick. So, uh, mm. I'm glad I went. Um, I just wish I knew Spanish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you're going to, you're going to figure that out, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. That's the plan. Yeah. What? What? How? Thank you for doing this interview sure. too. Yeah. <laughs> Poor thing. <laughs> I know. What a day I, already. I almost like this morning was gonna say, "Hey guys, I'm gonna bail out," but I was like, "No, I gotta do it. <laughs> I'll be fine, and I'm oh. fine." So yeah. Good. Awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. I, when we hope for your continued health <laughs> along the way. Can you tell us, oh, sorry. Can you tell our audience more? Wow, is that a firework? I think so. I can't see it, but I, I'm hearing them. <laughs> Could have been a gunshot. Um, no. No. Don't say that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I'm no. referencing a story that Nicole told us like a couple weeks ago during our like oh. meltdown travel thing. There was like actually like a gunshot in Palenque, Mexico. Oh my God. Yeah, that's okay. true. So yeah, it was, it was yeah. a total joke. I, I, I'm okay. not really... It's- for your life that's not what's happening no. No. <laughs> so um can you tell our listeners about your blog and how that came to be because you listeners melissa has a blog and she's been tra- um, writing for about four years so she has a, quite a bit of material so so uh i actually started my blog because i had surgery on my knee and I was kind of down and out for three weeks and I've always had a passion for writing and I always wanted like a medium to to do that and I decided that I would write about my recovery and try to help other people so um you know I did that for about a year and it was really fun and um you know I'm glad I did it but then I realized hey you know I should I should you know change this to something that's a little bit more specific and um you know pick something that I'm really passionate about so the answer was traveling. And so I rebranded everything, came up with traveling bits. And um, now I write mostly about my solo travels and doing it with a full-time job. Um, but I also really like to incorporate personal stories and ad- anecdotes about the places I've been. Um, I think that's really important because that way people will come back because they're you know interested in you and, and your storytelling. And that's the sort of thing that mm-hmm. I enjoy in in blogs too it's not like oh who wrote the best guide to paris it's like who wrote a, a mm-hmm. guide to paris and they're really funny or they mentioned something that no one else would think about so that's kind of my that's 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 what i do with my blog yeah that's really cool yeah i took a look you at guys your gotta check it out too and it's absolutely beautiful oh thank you i love all of your photographs <laughs> I appreciate do, that, do yeah. you consider yourself a photographer too uh, um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I guess amateur, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm working my way. Yeah. I so. love your filter choices. Cause it kind of gives a continuity of all of the, you know, exactly. it's beautiful. 
Yeah, I had to learn. That's one of the things with blogging is you really have to be a jack of all trades and learn how to do mm-hmm. so many things. So that's all from Lightroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I had to learn that too. So, Oh, yeah. right. I've heard of Lightroom. Mm-hmm. Cool. So where is your home base? Do you have a home base while you're on the road? I or guess you're just kind of going? I'm just going. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, technically, my home base would be back in California. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I lived with my parents for about three or four weeks before I, you know, left the country uh, just to, you know, move out of my apartment and kind of have things wrapped up. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably end up staying with them for a few weeks when I return as I get back on my feet. Um, mm-hmm. But I'll just say California is my home base. Yeah. Cool. Alameda. Yes. I think one of my one of my our one of our best friends is from Alameda or she lived there. So I know. Oh, I know. I, know of I it. love it. It's such a small place. Yeah. I always hear random people who've heard of it. Like at this hostel, I think there were four people from the Bay Area. And they all knew Alameda. And I was like, what? <laughs> Small world. Like, what? what are the odds? Yeah. That, that is yeah. crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. So do you, I, and I'm, I'm really curious to know too, but um, I'm sure the, uh, the listeners are too. What's your game plan for employment when you come back? Or will you keep on traveling like Nomadic Matt? Um, so I have sort of an unofficial invite to go back to my previous job. But I'm, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's good. It's very comforting, (laughs) but it is, you know, unofficial. So, um, that's kind of my plan, but if something else happens in six months, which it could, I'm totally open to that too. So Mm -hmm. yeah, for now I'm, I'm open to what happens, but it would not be a bad thing if I went back to my old job or something similar. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you cool. do you think that'll kind of be the way you you're able to achieve this goal like continually by working for six months and then going out or working for a year and then <clears throat> traveling for six months? Or are you I've just trying to it, figure that out? I've yeah, I'm I'm still trying to figure that out because I've thought about that and I, I think that would be such a fun way to do life. <laughs> yeah. But I just don't know yeah. if it would be sustainable and I don't know if you know, as far as resumes go, if people are, they're going to see that I'm taking all these gaps and they don't want, you know, they don't want someone who's only planning to stick around a year or two. So uh-huh. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'll figure it out. Yeah. There might be companies like National Geographic or, you know, travel companies that might oh, be sure. like, that's the perfect thing for, <laughs> you know, your resume looks great to us. Yeah, you know? that's so true. Yeah. There's so many opportunities out there. I just have to find them. Yeah. I'm sure that you will. Um, what is, is there anything that in particular you're struggling with right now? I would say um, that, so part of the reason that I took this trip was so that I could really focus on working on my blog and getting a lot of writing done mm-hmm. because it's been really hard mm-hmm. doing it with a full-time job. Mm-hmm. And it started out that way pretty well when I was up in Quito because I originally had stayed in like a, a private uh, it wasn't quite a hostel. It was like a hotel with like a tiny room. And so I didn't, um, I didn't have, I didn't meet anybody there. And I just, I spent a lot of time at cafes and was writing. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as I started going mm-hmm. to these other hostels and I was meeting people and just fell in love with Banos, I just wanted to be outside all day. And I haven't really mm. been, been prioritizing my blog. 
So I think I really need to learn how to, to manage that and make it more of a priority. Like I have to work during these hours or, you know, so many days a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the biggest struggle so far. Everything else has been, you know, fine so far. But um, I think I really need to crack down on, on, on working more for myself. Yeah. yeah. Time management's a struggle for me, too. Mm-hmm. And I, and I wonder, you know, you, you kind of also have to have the experiences to write about. So I can see why you're kind of yeah. grappling with that. That makes total sense. Yeah. Well, I do have like a lot to write about, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many things that happen in this short, you know, two weeks. I'm like, oh, that could, that would be a great post or that would be a great story. Or I could write about that city. And I've kind of taken notes. I have like all these random notes in my OneNote that I keep. So I remember those things, but I haven't mm-hmm. done anything with them yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I just have to do it. Yep. You'll get to it. I think the part of the other thing is like you have to enjoy oh, yeah. it too. Um, you know, we have so much pressure on ourselves to like mm-hmm. achieve. And I mean, you're obviously successful in, 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 writing a blog and um that's been something you've been doing consistently yeah. and consistency is key but anyway obviously um okay is there any advice for people who want yeah to be so a i would blogger? say don't worry about what everyone else is doing this is something that i kind of made the mistake uh when i was growing my blog i thought that i needed to only write travel guides and take pretty pictures Uh, of myself being like a model (laughs) in front of, you know, exotic landscapes or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I kind of tried to fit into that a little bit. And I realized like, this doesn't feel natural. I'm not writing posts that I really truly enjoy. And I felt like, I I probably don't even want to do a blog anymore. So the important thing to do is like, Mm. not worry about what other people are doing. And just, you know, worry about what you enjoy writing about and how you're going to connect to your audience, you know, use your, your personality, be vulnerable, be authentic in your blog and also your social, uh, like your social media platforms. I would say that through my Mm -hmm. Instagram, I've connected with so many people just from like posting stories pretty regularly. And I try to be pretty, uh, I don't know, like vulnerable and show, a lot of sides of travel and just like me and my journey and people really like will reach out and I always get messages every time I post something. So it's been, it's been really rewarding. And, um, I don't think that would have happened if I was just posting pretty pictures of myself looking over a waterfall. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, I would say, don't, don't worry about that. Just be yourself. That's such great advice. I mean, you are just like the quintessential icon for following your dreams i'm so proud of you good job (laughs) thank you and what great (laughs) advice be yourself that's yeah the advice that anyone needs i think it's true it's so simple but you know until you get it it Mm -hmm. it really uh yeah it, it makes all the difference um what about any advice for somebody who's traveling solo or who's never traveled solo who might want to yeah um so before I had learned or how, sorry, before I started traveling solo and I'd heard of other women traveling solo, I thought they were crazy. Like I, I couldn't believe it. And, um, it had never occurred to me. And I decided that I would go to dinner 
by myself to see how that felt. And it was really scary at first. (laughs) And I felt really like, this is awkward. Um, But then I kind of got over it. And I've been to movies by myself. I've done everything by myself these days. But but I would say that if you practice doing things at home alone, Mm -hmm. like maybe go to an event by yourself or, you know, anything, just get comfortable with not being with other people and maybe talking to some strangers who seem nice and um, that'll give you like the the confidence to do it you know in another state or maybe another country if you're ready for that Um, and then I would say if you're worried about being lonely or if you want to meet people then definitely stay at hostels Um, Mm -hmm. you'll you'll definitely meet lots of like-minded people and and you know I've heard so many amazing stories from the people that I've met And I really hope that I keep in touch with, you know, a handful of them already. So I think that's, that's really, that's really key is just to get comfortable with the idea of doing things alone. Mm -hmm. And then also, you know, make, you know, go to places where you can make friends and it won't feel like you're, you're truly alone. That's such great practical advice. Like, I love that. I've just never even, it never even occurred to me that, that that could be a nice stepping stone yeah, to thinking about yeah. traveling by yourself. I did, um, I traveled by mm-hmm. myself for three weeks in Mexico and I completely agree. I mean, that was just three weeks, right? But um, I, I stayed in hostels all the way and I, you know, I met people. Yeah. I was never alone, you know? Um, I just met, we just met so many people. Yeah. So fun. Um, okay, do you have any inspirational book recommendations you, that you could, sure. uh, that you would recommend? So I don't know if this is considered inspirational, but it, it kind of was for me. It's a book called The Happy Traveler by Jamie Kurtz. And it's a book about sort of the, the psychology of travel and how to like enjoy it, a trip. And it teaches you about different traveling styles and like what exactly makes us enjoy a trip and what parts to to not worry about and it's just full of so many interesting things that you never think about like um for instance it recommends like when you know you have a trip coming up to like slowly research it because a lot of times we are happiest when we're researching a trip like before we even get there so it's just like a way to maximize your happiness while you're you know leading up to the trip um and also something that I found really interesting was that I guess when you, so if you go on a big trip and it starts out fantastic and let's say like the very last day you get really sick or just something horrible goes wrong and you know, you get home in the future because the last day or the last end of your trip was bad, you're going to look back on that trip as not so great. So it's, it's a science, I guess. Yeah. Mm. So it's recommended to, if you, you know, if you could help it, you know, try to, to book your trip based on like the mo the least ex- I don't know like leave the most exciting for last so you kind of mm-hmm. end on a bang and then your memory will will remember that trip better so yeah I don't know and you're are you are you ending am, in yeah. Southeast Asia <laughs> <gasps> I think you'll be I hope you'll so. be ending yeah, on a bang I've never been there oh my god <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> it's fantastic yeah. Uh, so I have a, a couple more books. Um, the, another one's called Paris Letters by Janice McLeod. And this is a nonfiction book. And it was about a woman who was a marketer in so- Southern California. 
And she one day decided that she was tired of that life and she moved to France without speaking the language. And um, she just kind of made her way there. And one of her passions was writing letters and uh, like uh, drawing landscapes of where she was at, like in Paris. And she ended up selling these on Etsy and it became a huge business for her. Um, But it just kind of tells you about her journey. And I think it's so, so inspirational because it just shows you, like, if you follow your passion, you can, like, do anything. Yeah, that sounds remarkable. Mm -hmm. Did you have Uh, one more? Yeah, and the final one is you probably have heard of uh, You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. I've read it, like, so many times. And anytime I need, like, inspiration or, like, motivation that I'm awesome and that I can do anything, I just pick it up and read a few chapters, so... That's always a good one to have. <laughs> mm, I'm going to have to read that one. Yes. Hey, Allie. Oh, like, yeah. There you I go. It here. It's, it's so, it's one. It's yeah, so put it under my pillow. It's such a good, it's just, <laughs> I need it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I listen to the audio book. The, the author is hilarious and she's, she's really good at narrating. Oh, so, uh, yeah. That's great. Oh my gosh. It was such a pleasure talking to you. Um, Where, where can we follow you on social media? Tell us about all of the ways we can do that. Sure. So I am most active on Instagram at traveling bits and also Facebook. So, you know, Uh facebook.com slash traveling bits. And yeah, that's, that's about it. That's where you can find me. Awesome. Wonderful. So what are you going to do now? What's the rest of your evening look like? So, it's almost eight o'clock, so I'll probably get ready for bedish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, I'm still kind of taking it easy today. And then I actually have to catch a bus out of here tomorrow, so I'll be packing and you know fun stuff like that. So oh, on fun. to the on next, to the exactly. Yeah, the next part. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. Oh, that is so inspirational, Melissa. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. We are yeah, so, it was so, fun. so grateful. You know, on on our show, we like to say peace yeah. out. We ready? Okay. Three. All right. Peace out, sister. Two, three. Bye bye. Peace out. <laughs> peace out. <laughs> bye. bye. Thanks so much. Thanks for tuning in today. Please follow us on Instagram at Meltdown City Podcast, or you can email us at MeltdownCityPodcast at gmail.com, or you can check us out on our website at MeltdownCityPodcast.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.